0: Get your tickets at Austintheater.org.
2: Support for Explained Live comes from Meals on Wheels Central Texas and World Interiors.
0: From KUT and KUTX Studios.
2: Hello and welcome to This Song, the podcast where artists talk about the songs that changed their lives. And if we're lucky give us a glimpse into some aspect of their creative process. I'm your host, Elizabeth McQueen, and this week we'll be hearing from two women, Jim Wassner from Flock of Dimes and Wyoke, and then we'll hear from Lucy Dakis. But before we get into everything, I want to take a moment and let you know that you'll be hearing a lot of songs in this episode, but no full songs, which can be frustrating. But we here at Team This Song, We've Got You Covered. Just head over to the page for this episode, you can find it at KUTX.org, and you'll see that we've made a Spotify playlist that has all the songs referenced in this episode, so you can hear all the songs all the way through. Okay, so let's get started with Jen Wasner. She's half of the Baltimore band Wyoke, and she just recently released her first solo record under the name Flock of Dimes. It's called If You See Me, Say Yes, and In this new work, she explores this really expansive musical palette, like lots of guitar and lots of electronic instrumentation. And it's definitely more pop-oriented than Wyok, like sonically and more personally open lyrically. We've been loving her song Semaphore here at KUTX, the radio station where we make this podcast, and we got really lucky Jen Wasner wise here at the station. I mean, she came in August with Wyoke to play in Studio 1A, our lovely live performance space here at KTX. And then she returned in November with Flock of Dimes. And after that performance, I got to sit down with her and talk about a song that she heard when she was young, but it still inspires her now as both an artist and a woman. So here she is. Jen Wasner,
1: You wanted me to talk about one of my most transformational song experiences. Yeah, totally. Um, well, it's actually appropriate that you asked when you did, because I've actually been playing one of the songs every night as an encore uh, for this tour that we've been doing. Um, and that song is uh, Amelia by Joni Mitchell. It's a beautiful record, Um, it's one of my favorites, and this song is, it just absolutely haunts me. I
0: was driving across the burning desert When I spotted six jet planes Leaving six white
1: vapor trails Across the bleak terrain The reason why this song gets me so much is because Um... Joni Mitchell is one of the only artists that I've found that I relate to on a level of being an artist and also being a woman. Um, And so in it, she's talking about um, her dreams, her aspirations, um, and the sacrifices that I uh, I think she's had to make in her life to um, achieve them. Um, It's an incredibly heartbreaking song. It's also very beautiful. Um, It it does the thing where it, it... it both comforts and terrifies me at the same time, because I feel some solace in knowing that my experience, the ways that I feel, is somewhat universal. But it's, it doesn't end in a happy place. It's.
2: I love the idea of like it. It's both like gives you solace and terrifies you at the same time. I don't know why I love that, but just because that. I mean, that's a good song. It's that one is. That can,
1: can be that complex. Oh yeah, that is. Yeah. She's the master of that man. She. That is a true sign of greatness. I think to have that many layers and folds and facets going on and, and she does it in a way that's so universal and so specifically personal too. It's just a real it's a real mastery of, of that craft. There's a there's a verse towards the end of the song where she says, Maybe I've never really loved. I guess that is the truth. I've spent my whole life in clouds at icy altitudes. Maybe I've never really loved I guess that is the truth. I've spent my whole life at um, and then the verse before that, she talks about Amelia Earhart. And she says, you know, like me, she had a dream to fly. Um, and of course, she's, you know, lost forever. And it's the most, like, beautiful metaphor, the image of, like, the solo, this, like, woman with this crazy dream, like, in, like, rocketing through the sky by herself into some unknown place. Um, and, you know, I think being... Not to say that uh, what I do is anywhere near as as risky or as courageous, but there is a certain aspect of choosing to live a life this way that, you know, you're around people all the time, but it can be very, very lonely. Um, It has affected um, many of my relationships, if not all of them, Um, not just romantic ones, but otherwise there's a certain detachment from... The people in your lives who who move on and and do these like normal person things, you know, they 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 establish a certain sense of stability, and you know, I I yearn for that stability every day. But at the same time, I don't. A, I don't know what else I would be doing if I wasn't doing this. This is the only thing I've ever wanted to do. And also, um, you know, I I there is that something that 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 yearning that she mentions, that dream, um, that need to to do something else with my life. Um, So it's just kind of, the song to me is like the perfect encapsulation of like, learning how to live with that reality, but also accepting that there's an incredible amount of loneliness and sacrifice um, that comes with making that choice.
0: A ghost of aviation She was swallowed by the sky Or by the sea Like like Icarus ascending on beautiful, foolish arms, Amelia. It was just a false alarm.
2: You've spoken a lot about how lyrically the song really speaks to you, but is there something, you know, in that kind of pre-verbal music? Sphere about the way the song sounds, like I mean, part of it is that it sounds like it's simple. It has like a simple,
1: yeah, tonal. It, it's very simple. Yeah, it's yeah. it's spare. It's um, it's really just her guitar, voice, and um, some beautiful. I think pedal steel or lap steel. Um, it's very, it's very straightforwardly presented. Um, but it is also um. I think this is another thing that she does so well across the board is, um, you don't realize how complex it is musically, um, until you really sit down and try and take it apart because her songs have so much immediacy and they're so, um, they're so hooky and they're like so e- pleasant and easy to listen to that it's easy to lose sight of how complex they actually are. Her, she's an incredibly sophisticated musical brain and, um... You don't realize like, her songs sound so pretty and poppy and catchy a lot of the time that you would never know until you sit down and take them apart, like, how much is actually going on there. But, you know hearing someone like Joni Mitchell when i was young i think was super formative for me because it's one of those things you don't know that you're missing it until you all of a sudden it's there um it had never occurred to me that all of my all the music that i listened to all of my musical influences until that point were all dudes i it didn't even i didn't even, it was just like this is the world these are the songs that i like and it it took hearing her music for me to realize like oh my god like the, I, I it just it dawned on me in that moment like oh all these people are men and there are no female voices in my music collection and why is that and what is happening and like it was you know that moment of realizing that maybe I could do that you know like that I it could be something that I could do um so it's huge you know it's a really big deal and it and it's it is it's amazing to to think about the fact that there was a time in my life when I that would that hadn't occurred to me at all.
2: Well, and I like the idea that the song kind of like um I don't know, you kind of see the the connection between like Amelia Earhart mm-hmm. inspiring mm-hmm. Joni Mitchell who's inspiring you, who's mm-hmm. inspiring mm-hmm. other women. Um
1: yeah, no, I mean yeah, and I like it's it. you you have to have those people that you look to as proof that it can be done. And inspiration to continue to try I mean for every choice that you make in your life you you choose one thing you have to leave behind other things and there's always going to be a sadness in that um but for someone like Joni Mitchell it's very clear that like it almost wasn't even a choice like she's so fully gifted and it's so clear that's what she was put on this earth to do that like it's you know it's an amazing thing to witness, but, um, but yeah, but even, she, even she feels that, you know, even she has to struggle with that is, is really, it's, I guess it's comforting and terrifying because no one, no one gets a, <laughs> a, a, a pass on it.
0: Come to my door, won't
1: you lie with me up with color, put your pen and paper away, I have no need for you to guess my
0: aim I can tie my
2: And this is Semaphore from Flock of Dimes. If you see me, say yes. And man, I really relate to that idea that Amelia both comforts and terrorizes her because I I, I get it. I, I, have lived the life of a traveling musician and for years I toured with this band called asleep at the wheel and for a long time I was the only woman on a bus full of men and I actually wasn't really aware of the gulf between me and my male counterparts until I got pregnant like I wanted to have kids but I also wanted to continue traveling and playing music and it was a struggle to convince the people around me that this was something that I could do, that I should do. I mean, luckily I was able to do it for five years, but then my kids got bigger and I left the band. And now here I am in Austin, trying to make a go at a more normal existence. And it feels really weird because while I was playing music, extending my adolescence indefinitely, like everyone around me was growing up. And I would never have traded the time that I spent out there on the road, but like she said, the choices that we make, they all have these like bittersweet consequences. And I don't know, maybe making your peace with that is one of the journeys of this life. If you dug that interview with Jen Wozner, then please take a minute to head over to iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts and leave a rating or a review for this song. Ratings and reviews help us in lots of ways. They help people find us, which is really important. Like, we definitely want as many people as possible to hear these stories. And they help us morale-wise. Like, we here at Team This Song work really hard to make this podcast. And knowing that people dig it, it makes us all feel really, really good. Okay. Now on to Lucy Dacus. I first heard about her when we started playing her song, I Don't Want to Be Funny Anymore here at KUTX. It like breaks down a woman's struggle for identity, like for real. Her record No Burden was released early this year by the Richmond label Egg Hunt and then re-released by Matador later this year because it was so good. Lucy was at the Austin City Limits Festival, and she sat down backstage with Jack Anderson to tell him about a couple of songs that showed her, well, they showed her what a song can do. So here she is, Lucy Dacus. I should probably talk about
0: Just Like Heaven by The Cure, because that song tends to haunt me, like at all my important moments of my life, Uh, in a good way. It's a friendly ghost. are awesome it's so uh the cure to have this kind of upbeat but sad song um i just love robert smith's voice too like maybe because that song means a lot to me like all their music touches me in a uh really core sort of way like just hearing his voice i actually got to see them play at Lollapalooza and basically laughed my pants off i was so happy during that show (laughs)
1: first hear
0: it. I first heard it in eighth grade because I had my first boyfriend and he liked like Slayer and like death metal. But he also liked The Cure and that was like the one band that he liked that I could get on board with. And he was like, this is our song. So that's how it like. First became significant to me. I guess my craziest story about just like heaven is that I was in a band, kind of in high school, and we played it, and. Um, everyone i had ever been romantically involved with or would be involved with for like the next year of my life like eight dudes were like in the front row singing along so i'm like this song is like it's haunted with some weird like mojo going on in it and um it's like come on the radio at certain times of my life like my graduation day like in high school it just came up on the radio and who plays that song on the radio anyways and um yeah it's like we'll come on during vacations or I'll be abroad and we'll like be in someone's car passing me when I'm really happy and so that song kind of showed me what music can do to like tie moments of your life together like how songs become emblems and symbols for other parts of your life like they take on the time and place that you heard them basically and uh, so that hasn't necessarily factored into my music directly, but it has factored into my mentality about what music is capable of doing. I Would Die for You is another song I could easily talk about for this interview. Feel free, yeah. Um, I do a cover of that with my friend Hayden Arp, originally with my friend Adam Watkins, like, duet style. and. Um, that, those lyrics are insane. Like I grew up in a Christian household too, so it's like, oh, this is awesome music, and they're talking about God, but in a cooler way than all the other music about God that I ever encounter. I guess I've always resonated with people who care about the content of their work. Like, do you care about the lyrics and are asking for something from you? Like, either a rise in your emotions or understanding of their emotions, which leads to understanding of your own emotions. Like, people that uh, are kind of approaching the topics that we don't want to look at ourselves. Um, yeah, I think that that has come naturally to me because of the people that I used to listen to
1: so you said you used to listen to do you ever still (laughs) oh I
0: still listen we listened to the cure like in the van yesterday and um still listen to Prince for sure I don't want to be I've been feeling like the odd man now. I heard my friends saying things I don't mean.
2: And this is She's I Don't Want to Be Funny Anymore by Lucy Dacus. And wait, wait, hold. What? Did she just say that I Would Die for You was about God? Like, I had never, ever thought about that. Like, ever, ever. I mean,. Like, I always thought Prince was talking about himself. I'm not a woman, I'm not a man, I am something you will never understand, but yeah, yeah, I googled the song and I looked at the lyrics and I read some articles about that song and God and like, I, okay, yeah, I see that it is probably written from the perspective of a Christian God. Whoa. Thanks, Lucy. Lucy's on the cover of Magnet Magazine this month. You should totally check it out. And you can also download her song, Strange Torpedo, as part of our Song of the Day podcast. I'll put links to both of those on the page for this episode. And I'll also post the Studio and a sessions for both Flock of Dimes and Why Oak. And that's it. You have come to the end of another episode of this song, This song is a production of KUTX 98.9 in Austin, Texas. This episode was produced and edited by David Sanger and me, Elizabeth McQueen, with help from Peter Babb, Jackie Fuller, and Kelly Seal. The interview with Jen Wozner was recorded by me, and the interview with Lucy Dacus was recorded by Jack Anderson. He also did the actual interview, and you can catch him on the air every Saturday from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Taylor Wallace curates our Instagram account. Does a killer job. Check it out. Our handle is at this song, QTX. Kelly Seal is our excellent intern. And thanks to Deidre Gott and Peter Babb for all they do for this podcast. And it is true. Our theme song is Mahout by Austin's own Hard Proof. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Snapchat. Our handle is at this song, K-T-X. You can like us on Facebook and you can subscribe to this song along with the other KUTX podcasts, Austin Music Minute, Liner Notes, and Song of the Day on iTunes. Right on. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time.